Welcome back to another episode of From the Stands. I am joined by Lance, Jack, and Joseph. We are going to get right into these mega moments of the week. I will start my mega moment of the week. Some might see it as a as a mid moment. My mega moment of the week is going to be the Bills beating the Chiefs. Um, it's a mega moment for a few reasons, in my opinion. One, Josh Allen improves to three and zero over Patrick Mahomes in the regular season. Obviously, the playoffs are a different story, but we're not going there right now. Two, the Bills, who looked like they had no life there for a minute, no chance to make the playoffs, have stormed right back to put themselves right back in contention. It's seven and six. I know they finished with a tough schedule, but they're playing some pretty good ball. Josh Allen is limiting the turnovers. James Cook is running the ball well, and that defense is starting to step back up. For the third reason, it's a mega moment to me because the Chiefs lost. Um, I have never been like one of those guys who's a big hater of Mahomes just because Mahomes wins. I think that's stupid. That's how like people always hated Brady because Brady was a winner. Winners win, and you can hate if you want to, but I was happy to see them lose based on the way he reacted to the loss after. Look, the Chiefs were handed the Super Bowl last year because of a call that most people deemed should never be called at that point in a game, right? Which is Mahomes' argument for this one. It's an invalid argument, cuz, because that's how you won the Super Bowl. So um, I just think it's a mega moment for the Bills putting themselves right back in playoff contention. Josh Allen improving his regular season record against Mahomes and because I enjoyed watching the Mahomes meltdown. So the Buffalo Bills storming back to 7-6 and six is my mega moment of the week. My mega moment is Zach Wilson. After the Jets come up to him and they're like, hey, Zach, I know we talked bad about you, but... Can you come play for us, please? He's like, sure. I don't have anything to lose because what's the worst I can that can happen? I get benched again. And y'all trade me anyways. And comes out and balls against a playoff contender in the Texans. I know C.J. Stroud went down, but that doesn't take anything away from Zach Wilson's performance. Over 300 yards, three touchdowns, and a blowout win when when not many people were in his corner. I can't wait to see him be somewhere else other than New York. That's that my, media has crushed his confidence. Need him in Atlanta. I don't know, yeah, I don't know where he's going to go. I guess Atlanta. Um, I mean, Zach Wilson to Atlanta. My mega moment. Better than Ritter. Uh, my mega moment is the Dallas Cowboys. Them boys. Everybody loves to hate them. But at the end of the day, they're 10-3 and three right now, leading the NFC East. They just put the beat down on the Eagles. Um, Smackdown. Smackdown. Uh, Their offense in particular is what I wanted to talk about is they have put up 33-plus in the last five games and only put up less than 21 time. Their offense is stellar right now. It's almost perfect. It is so good. Dak has limited the turnovers since last year. Um, He did say he was going to throw less than 10 picks this year. He's at six, I think, right now. I think Six, yep. He's at six right now. Um, still figuring out the run game a little bit. They've they've been able to find some balance with Rico Dowdle and uh, Tony Pollard been able to share, but C.D. Lamb looks unstoppable. Um, Brandon Michael Cooks, Gallup and Brandon, Brandon Cooks, Cooks. looks awesome. He's looked like a very solid pickup, and the offensive line is always stellar. Jake Ferguson's been a bit of a breakout, but Dak is the MVP front runner right now. He is number one contender for the MVP. He's jumped Brock Purdy, 
And if he continues to play like he has all season so far, he's going to get it. And I think he deserves it if he continues to play. So we'll see when they blow their when they blow their load in the in the in the, in the playoffs and they lose in the conference championship or they lose before it. But to the Niners, for, to the Niners. But for now, give me the Dallas Cowboys. All right. Well, my mega moment was originally going to be Mr. Tommy DeVito, but I pivoted because he didn't. He's a good leader, I guess. He didn't have a stellar game, but he's got that Italian Italian blood. But I'm going to go to a former elite quarterback. Who's reviving his career within his own division at the age of forty-seven? <laughs> Give me Mr. Joe Flacco. Joe Cool. Last weekend threw for over three hundred yards, three touchdowns, only one pick. Week before that, over two hundred fifty yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Sounds a hell of a lot better than Kenny Pickett to me. The dude is old as shit, but he's still getting it done. And as they said themselves, all he does is win in that Brown Stadium. <laughs> so Joe Flacco is my mega moment of the week. Well, that tweet well, was fantastic, about, yeah, too. The fact, the fact about Joe in that stadium, he is the third all-time in wins by quarterbacks in that stadium. In the Brown second? Stadium. Yeah. Big Ben. <laughs> really? Who's yeah. number one? Uh, it was Ben. It's Baker now. Oh, well, that's, that's boring. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so with the... With the good, it's always the bad. With the pretty, there's always some ugly. And that is right where we're getting into the mid-moments of the week. I'm going to start with mine as well. And mine is Shohei Otani's contract. The mid part for me is for the league. Um, look, we have seen that it is very tough to buy success in the MLB. We, we, you have the Texas Rangers, an 89-win regular season team this past year win the World Series, I think that has finally changed with some of the contracts and some of the deals that have been made in this offseason in particular. $700 million is absolutely absurd. Absolutely absurd. And the fact that he is allowed to defer $68 million of that a year until 2034 or 2035, basically when his deal is done and he is no longer playing, just so that the Dodgers can go out and spend more money right now is ridiculous to me. Right now, they're in the bidding war for Yamamoto. If they have Yamamoto, Shohei, Walker Bueller, Dustin Ney, Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, Max Muncy, Will Smith, Otani. Kershaw hasn't gone anywhere either. Kershaw hasn't left. That is the best team on paper of all time. Not to mention the Yankees just went out and got Soto. So you've got Soto, Judge, and... That was Stanton. that was a trade though. That, that was, was a trade, but I, it doesn't change the fact of like right now baseball is heading in a dangerous. On a, baseball is on a dangerous path, and I think it's finally time for the salary cap. I really do. I mean, the I saw a stat: the Braves have forty-eight years and seven hundred million dollars in like seven players right now, like their core. They're gonna pay. They have got. In total, 48 years locked up for $700 million between an all-star third baseman, an all-star first, and an all-MLB first baseman, one of the best catchers in baseball, one of the best young aces in baseball, like, and one of the best fielding center fielders in Mikey Harris out there. Like, there, you know, there, there doesn't, there is no reason to be spending this kind of money on players. Um, and we've really seen these big contracts not work out. In recent memory, so maybe that's what the Shohei contract is going to do, and you know the baseball gods will look down on us and smile 
as everything remains the same. But I think this might be the first time that one of these contracts does change the game. And $700 million to play a child sport is ridiculous. That is my mid-moment of the week. I'm staying in football. My mid-moment is the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> as Joe goes to look for a new one. It is the. It was the Titans' first win on the road. All season? All season. It was the Dolphins' first loss at home all season. Given up 15 in the last... 259 of play. Three minutes of the game. Given up 15 points. Let Mayo Boy put his mayo wherever he wants. He and was letting, spreading that mayo. And letting the 4-8 and eight Titans walk in and beat the number two team in the AFC. That's just sad. Hey, real quick, props to Will Levis. Props He's to Will good. Levis. He's been really good this year. He's been really good. Props to you, Will Levis. Yeah, Stop putting you, Gia Duddy. No props to Gia Duddy. <laughs> she don't get none. They're not still dating, are they? No. Know. Exactly. She's a whore. <laughs> She's um, still sexy, though. I ain't going to lie. Well, That's my mid-moment. Well, with that... Know where we're going. They have lost 20 games in a row. 20 games. The Detroit Pistons are the worst team in basketball by a literal mile. It is not close <laughs> at all. They got beaten by 15 by the Poverty Grizzlies. They suck. Half their starting lineup is either in jail or on the injured reserve. <laughs> they got smushed by 31 points to the Magic. 31 points. <laughs> Their only hope is not tonight. They play the Sixers tonight or on Wednesday night. They have the Jazz in a couple weeks. They have the Hawks in All a couple right, fuck weeks. fuck off. And they have the Raptors on the 31st. Those are their only three teams that they play that are lower than 500. Those are their only chances. If they go the rest of this month without losing, they will break the all-time record for most losses in a row, which was set at 28 mm. by the poverty Sixers in 2014-15 and then into 15-16. You're talking about if they if they don't win if they another, don't win if, any of those games. yeah you said if they don't lose another oh, if game. they don't win any of those games they'll be over 28 games in a row dude I'm gonna be sad when this well runs dry to be honest because it's one of my favorite moments of the week is what? you just continuing to be able to hammer them into the dirt pound the well pistons. you can guess I bet you can guess what my mega moment is gonna be when they win <laughs> the pistons uh, oh my gosh I'm gonna bring confetti um I there's just so little spacing I don't know what else that I can say I. Absolutely roasted them three weeks ago. Then I cooked on them two weeks ago. Then I hammered them a week ago. And now now you're pounding like, them. Now I just feel like I'm beating a dead horse. I mean, they suck. Sell Little Caesars Arena. Sell the team. <laughs> it's awful. Step in, Adam Silver. Do something. Nashville said they were looking for expansion teams. So Send maybe them to Nashville. maybe that's where we'll see the. Uh, it'll be the Nashville Pistons. Anyway, Josiah. All right. Well, it hurts my heart too bad to talk about the Steelers, so I'm not going to do it. But fire Mike Tomlin. That's fair enough. I didn't do the Falcons, so. But I didn't do the Falcons. I am going to stay in the NFL. I'm going to go with the team that needs to go back to Oakland. Give me the Las Vegas Raiders. They're on a three-game losing streak, and they they got, I think, maybe one more game this season that they could win. They have a chance at winning. And that's this Thursday against the Chargers. No Herbert. The Herbert less Chargers. If they don't beat them, they're they are poverty. Their last three games after the Chargers, they got the Chiefs. Nope. 
the Colts would be fighting for a playoff spot, Ugh. and the Broncos, who will hopefully be fighting for the AFC West. Ugh. So, they're realistically going to probably end the season five and twelve, maybe six and eleven. Five and five. Do they, they have five and eleven? Five and twelve. Five, five and twelve. 12. <laughs> they have how many wins do they have right now? Five. I think they'll beat the Herbertless Chargers, who are also poverty. Okay, six and six and eleven. Then. Six and eleven, best case. For a team that people were talking about being third, I mean, it's not really that big of a difference, third or fourth. But they might end up third if they beat the Chargers. It's Maybe. a it's the play for third place game. Yeah, but you bring in Jimmy, you run off Derek, Derek Carr, who's I mean, he's not the best. He's sucking ass, and he will. <laughs> Did you bring a carbon copy? <laughs> you, yeah, you bring in Jimmy G, who's a Derek Carr that gets hurt all the time. You you trade poor Devont, you get poor Devonte Adams locked in here. Because he wanted to play with his quarterback, and then you just ship him away. And now the poor dude obviously doesn't want to play there. You're wasting Josh Jacobs and Max Crosby. Max Crosby's the only good player on that defense. They got rid of Marcus Peters. Yeah. And, and Chandler Jones. Oh, wait. They shipped away Khalil. Uh, yeah. They Chandler shipped, Jones is in a shipped, padded room somewhere. He's, on, he's in Alcatraz right now. <laughs> they shipped away Khalil like two years ago, though. Yeah. Four years. Five years ago, almost. Oh, yeah, because he went... He went, he went to the Bears. To the Bears. Yeah, it's, went, it's literally been almost six years since Khalil moved, which is crazy. That is he, won, crazy. he won Defensive Player of the Year in 2014. Imagine if they had Khalil and Max Crosby lined up. Chandler Jones is in uh, is under surveillance somewhere. He's in an insane assignment. <laughs> but the Raiders did it to him. I feel bad for all the Raiders fans out there losing zero to three, having to watch that horrendous game. The Raiders are my mid moment of the week. How about those Vikings? Though? It's a solid mm-hmm. mid moment. Three points. That's all we needed. The, the Raiders are. Buns. Shut up! Shut up! In the NFL, is can we at least agree that if the Chargers, even without Herbert, lose, Staley has to go. They're not going to fire him now until the end of the year. He's got to go. They could win out, and he's got to go. Yeah, probably. Realistically, what would that be? Seven and eight, and nine, nine and eight. Nine no, eight, nine. They're both five and eight, I think, yeah, right now. Five and yeah, eight. so they could – how many games they got left then? Four. Four. So be nine and eight. Okay. They're not winning out. They got Raiders, Bills, Broncos, Chiefs. So they'll win. <laughs> see <you> Staley. <laughs> they'll lose at least three of those games, and I could see them losing all four. It pisses they me off. They could go nine and eight. Herbert. They could go nine and eight with that talent, and he still needs to be fired. Because oh. that team should be competing for the number one seed in the AFC. I cannot believe people blame Justin Herbert for their failures. I think it's actually unbelievable. What will actually happen is they'll lose two of the last four at least. They'll win two games they shouldn't, and they'll find a way to keep Staley. Like They'll beat the Bills, and then they'll beat the Chiefs. Somehow sneak into like the seventh seed of the playoffs, or, no like, or like be the first team out, and they're like, "Whoa, he he." No, get rid of him. They didn't have Herbert at the end of the season. Get rid of him. Nah, Staley is trash. Staley is trash. I think, um, I think they should just get rid of Staley, and they've already got their head coach on staff. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. Yeah. Bill Belichick. Go get him. Bill Belichick. They, did you see what Kraft said? Nuh-uh. They said that uh, I was reading it uh, this morning. Well, let me pull up. I would fire Bill at the end of the season if I were them. It's just so hard to fire a guy who won you six Super Bowls. I mean, uh, he won, Mike he, Tomlin's won one, and uh, all he has his name is no losing seasons, and the Steelers won't get rid of him. He already made the decision to part, part ways with Bill Belichick. Did he really? Yep. Why is that Robert not, Kraft. like, huge news? It like, said, why did uh, I not get 14 hours ago and a day ago, Robert Kraft has reportedly already made a decision about Bill Belichick's future with the Patriots, and 
NBC Sports says it will be to part ways. Why is that not like massive news? Like I didn't get no ESPN notification. Uh, I got an ESPN notification. Did you? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't um, get it. But the they're, Chargers, they're doing... go get the best coach of all time. Or take Mike Tomlin. He sucks ass. No. He's perfect for the Chargers. Nine and eight. The standard is the standard. <laughs> the standard. The standard is the standard. Go get Belichick. Get, where some, is, get where, some winning culture. Where's the enemy going? To the car, to the Commanders. When they fire Rivera at the end of the year? You think he'll stay there, though, if he has the opportunity to go somewhere else and coach? Why wouldn't he? He already knows the offense and knows the team. But the commanders suck. They're going to continue to suck. Yeah, well, they have a not very good coach. They They also don't have a very good... They also traded all their pieces. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't have a great roster to work with. I'm assuming if he he resigns or if he signs as the head coach, it'll just be like, this is your team now. Do whatever you want with it. Okay, but what what if like the Chargers offered him the head coaching job? I think the Chargers are going to get Belichick. What about the Panthers? Fuck oh. no. I'd rather be with Washington. I'd rather get the, fired and never coach a football game again than coach on the Panthers. I don't think the Commanders are like far from being solid. It just also sucks that they have to play the Cowboys and Eagles four times a year. I think. I yeah, think but you can say that about like a lot of. I mean, who else is going to no, have a head coaching vacancy? Not a lot of divisions. Are the Steelers going to have a vacancy? Hell no. We'll never get. Okay, so who else is going to have a vacancy then? The pa- I wish us, but the Patriots, we won't. the Patriots, and the Panthers, and, and the Panthers. Let's well, all keep our fingers Saints, potentially. Saints, yeah. Keep your fingers crossed that the Falcons will have one. I doubt it though. Especially the, okay, the hey, 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 I'm living in fairy tale land right here. All right, Even if the Saints fire Arthur Smith, they're not going to hire anybody good. You mean the Falcons? Yeah, that's what I said. You said the Saints. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, but, but my thing is with I, the I enemy, like, why would the enemy go any of those places when he can go somewhere where they have a future quarterback who's good? Sam Howell's a good quarterback. I'm saying if you go to New Orleans, you have Derek fucking Carr. I wouldn't. Okay, look, if if we're talking, if you're telling me the only options on the table are, what did we just say? We said the Saints. So it would be Saints, Falcons, Panthers, uh, Patriots. Pretty much the entire NFC South, the the Patriots. Patriots. I don't I, think I'm not going to the Pats. I don't think Eber. The I don't Falcons, think Eberflus is going to get fired. No, Eberflus will stay. For the Falcons year. to me are kind of like that. He would be kind of the same. But he wants a quarterback. Unless they draft one. Unless he would be a little bit. He would be in just a little bit opposite situation of Washington in terms of like he has all the talent on offense except for the quarterback. Whereas he's playing with a little like. I like think Terry's, Washington has talent. On Terry offense. Offensive is good. Line is just awful. Terry's good. Curtis Samuel's good. Gibson's good. Brian Robinson's great. Brian Robinson's, yeah, he's better than they Antonio just need Gibson. an offensive line, and that offense can be efficient. Now that they traded away Young and Montez Sweat, that's where the problem is. Is that? But if you okay, so if you Jonathan Allen if you had the opportunity to go between, if you're B enemy and you have the the Chargers offer you the head coaching job, let's oh, say I'm they do, the are you taking the Chargers 100%. job? You think he's going to turn down the Chargers job if it's offered to him? No, but I think they'll offer Bill first. And I think Bill will take it. Is what I'm saying. I think Bill might retire. No, he's got to get that. Uh, he doesn't want to end on a two and or a four and tw- fifteen season, four and whatever thirteen season. Get that Dolphins record. I don't know if they'll win four games. Oh, oh Shula? No, yeah, Don Shula's record. He was a Bears coach, I think, wasn't he? No, he's was Dolphins. Dolphins. Oh, I was yeah. thinking of Shula was the, the tight end. Shula was the coach who led the Dolphins to that undefeated season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Due to the Patriots, they're three and ten. Those are the Broncos, Bills, Jets. Like those are three Chiefs losses. Chiefs, Broncos, Bills, Jets. Like that's they're gonna go three and fourteen. Unless they beat the Jets. Unless they beat the Jets. Bill is not going to retire like that. 3-14? and 14. No, I think he goes to the Chargers on a two-year. And if he does well, he goes for longer. And he he grooms Kellen Moore. And then, nah, 
You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I got it. There's he takes Kellen Moore under his wing. wing. <laughs> Correct. And Kellen Moore, after two years, becomes the head coach. After learning from both Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn and Brandon Staley, not much, probably how to lose. At all. And, and Bill Belichick. He learned how to go for it on fourth down. He did. And yeah. what plays not to call. Correct. Yeah. So I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Just take Belichick, Belichick for two years. Bill let him Belichick. Let, let him help Kellen Moore out. Promote Kellen Moore after two years. Then you get Biennemi, who can either stay or go, probably won't go to New England. I don't know who. Would New England hire Bill O'Brien? They just promote Bill O'Brien. Oh, oh no, that'd be terrible. You think New England? I don't think Robert. Kraft, I don't think Kraft. You, you can only I don't go think, down from Belichick. I don't think Kraft is that stupid. Yeah, but yeah, like and if you the get, drop off to Bill O'Brien from Bill Belichick is insane. Or if they dude. Brandon Staley. Bill O'Brien's got a good offensive scheme. Yeah, but we saw what he did as a head coach in Houston. I don't know if he went to problem, a play, He went to the playoffs. I don't know Houston. if his problem was the head. I think the problem was he was given head coach, GM. He was given like complete control. Oh, Belichick? No, no, no. No, Bill O'Brien. Uh, Bill. Belichick, Belichick is too. In Houston. Yeah, but Bill Belichick made it work when he had Brady. But Bill O'Brien let it get to his head, and he fucking traded away DeAndre Hopkins for a bag of chips. He traded. He made all these dumb decisions. Yeah, for yeah for a bag of chips David and Johnson. fucking Chris Johnson. David, David Johnson. David Johnson. That's right. I don't know. It'll be interesting. There, I think there's going to be several vacancies upcoming in the offseason. There will be a pod of coaching carousel and predictions, I'm sure. Unfortunately, I don't think my, I do agree with you guys. I don't think my Falcons will be in the mix. Unfortunately, unfortunately, um, but it is what it is. Um, NBA underdog or underdogs of the week? Oh, underdogs of the week. Let's I got see. My, I got mine. You got yours? Yeah. All right. Well, if you want to make units, you want to make bread, that guala, we got you covered right here. We're coming with the underdogs of the week. We're looking at spreads. We're telling you exactly what is BS and what you should take so you can make them units. I'll let Jack start because I don't have mine yet. Did you say guala? Guala. Yeah, so what the hell is guala? <laughs> you never heard of guala? <laughs> no. Guala, guap. I've heard of guap, but not guala. I've heard guala. of guap. Uh, anyway, Gwap. What I believe to be a top three team in football is an underdog this week. Somehow, they are a two and a half point underdog to a solid Bills team coming off a great win against Kansas City. One and a half. They're it's moved. Yeah, oh. it's one and a half now. Dallas Cowboys are one and a half point underdog to the Buffalo Bills. According to ESPN, they're two point. Oh, this is CBS Sports. Well, you know they're underdogs. To to Buffalo, um, Buffalo's coming off a great win, but I I don't want to. I'm not picking against Dallas. I think Dallas is a top three team in football. Buffalo's not. I can't wait to watch Josh Allen throw another interception. He's tied another the two or three. He's tied the longest streak I believe in NFL history of games, games with an interception. interception. Yeah, it's insane. and Deron Bland's probably going to take it to the house. <laughs> Give me the Cowboys as did you say overrated? Deron Bland. Yeah, hella. I just think it's a cool record. Hecka. 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 He's hella overrated, though. Well, so is the other one, Diggs. Diggs definitely is. We'll see. It's just the scheme. Anyway, Cowboys. You want me to go lunch or you? It's up to you. I got mine. I got mine, too. It better not be the same. I'm going to be pissed. I hope you're not going to mine because I'm going to be pressed. I am going to the Starco Brands L.A. Bowl. <laughs> it ain't going to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's L.A. Bowl presented by Gronk. L.A. Bowl presented by Gronk is this Saturday. What? 
Yeah, I told you Gronk has. It used to be hosted by Jimmy Kimmel, and now it's hosted by Gronk. Gronk. Good fuck, Jimmy Kimmel. Fuck. I told you that. I've told you that before. Okay, maybe you did. You just don't listen. But (laughs) UCLA against Boise State. Dante Moore is in the transfer portal, so it's it's the Ethan Garber show, and I don't think Ethan Garber's is very good. I mean, garbage. UCLA went seven and five this year. Uh, Boise State went eight and five, which means they made a conference championship game. They won their conference championship game. They won their conference championship game. They have their whole team. UCLA is four point favorites. That means Boise State's a four point underdog. I'm taking Boise State plus four. Wow. They're also UCLA is also without a defensive coordinator, and their two best defensive backs are both in the portal. And isn't Chip Kelly getting fired? For at the end of the year, yeah. Good. So they're without a DC starting quarterback, two best defensive backs, and their head low coach. key down a head coach. And Boise's Boise's won four in a row, including a conference championship. All right, Joseph. All right. Well, I think mine might be depending on what Zach does. <sighs> the biggest upset points wise of the week, for some reason, the Saints are six point favorites against Tommy DeVito and the New York Giants. How does that happen? <laughs> the Saints are complete ass, bro. They, they beat up on the Panthers. But prior to that, they lost a rather close one, which shouldn't have been close, to the Lions. Lost to the fucking Falcons. Lost to the Vikings. All right, chill out. <laughs> those are three. Those are, those are terrible losses, bro. I don't even remember playing them, to be honest. <laughs> I, I didn't know. We, I forgot we played them. <laughs> the Saints are kind of one of them teams that everybody looks at the schedule and they're like, they exist? I yeah. just remember look, going through my Instagram feed and being like, last time we played the Saints, we did this. And it was Minneapolis Miracle, and then the other one was the Kyle Rudolph push-off. <laughs> I mean, the Saints are complete ass. Derek, they need to start Jameis Winston. Just light, light the game up a little bit because it's too boring. But I'm taking Tommy DeVito and the New York Giants. I think they'll win by three points. So are you taking are you taking Giants, plus Giants six. with Giants. the points, or are you Giants taking Giants money line? I don't know what that means. Giants, I just think, the Giants to win or just the Giants points? Either way, I win. Yeah, but that's like it's so a lot like more money line if you bet Giants plus six. Money line means Giants plus six. because if the, Giants because the Saints win. can win by five and you still hit your bet. Giants plus six. All right, now you know. All right, I am. We took this in the pick'em, and now you guys gave it to me in underdogs of the week. Three of the four of us sitting up here took the Broncos to beat the Lions at home this week. The Lions are sputtering. That offense is stagnant. The defense is playing bad. The Broncos are on their way up, won six of their last seven. Yes. Yeah, six of their last seven. Russell Wilson has revitalized his career. Sean Payton looks like the coach of old. That defense is playing good ball. Detroit is a four-point favorite at home. I don't like that. We took the Broncos to win. I'm not taking Broncos money line, but I will take Broncos with the points. Give me Broncos plus four at is it Ford Field? Yes, Ford Field. Well, can we talk about something? Can I, can I, can I? What's up, real quick? Can we talk about how LeBron James just added to his legacy by oh winning in season tournament MVP? I mean, the king, the I king mean, continues. A banner is coming to Los Angeles. <laughs> and this is, this is the trophy is coming home. This is monumental for LeBron's career. All right, so we're out every Friday morning. <laughs> he won no, the just, first ever in season tournament. Who gives a shit? MJ never did that, bro. MJ has zero <laughs> in season tournament wins. 
Holy shit. MJ has no in-season tournament massive win against the Pelicans and then the Pacers. And the Suns. And the Suns. The still they, Bradley Beal-less Suns. And they had to get through group play. Yeah. This is a huge accomplishment for him. We should be praising him. This this is what y'all do. Him. This is what I don't know how y'all I don't know how y'all breathe time. with his meat in your mouth all the time. Did you see what fucking Trey Young said, bro? He said you saw it about what about the Lakers winning? No, no. He was like, man, it's really good for the league that the Lakers. Yes, win. it is. It is. It actually is really good for the league because if you're why? competing in it, why would you say that? Oh, for, <laughs> oh, for Trey, I don't understand why he said that, but it is really good for the league because if a smaller market team won, it would kind of be like, well, good for the Pelicans, they won, like. Imagine but it wouldn't Pacers drag as much attention. The Lakers have such a giant fandom, and LeBron. Is I such still a giant don't give fandom. a shit, but yeah, but you're a LeBron hater, so it's if like yeah, but I don't care who would have won. I still think the end season tournament is just a money grab. Even if it was the Hawks, well, it's yeah, it's still a money grab. It's That's to all it is. Incentivize some regular season games and some regular. Not really, season. but I'm, it's it's gonna, it's what's going to keep happening. So we might as well just. That doesn't. I mean, it. I don't have to enjoy it. I, I don't. I can watch the games and like enjoy the games, but I just all the in season tournament is is a money grab. It's just a way for the NBA to get more games nationally televised and make more money. I don't hate that though. I don't understand why that's a problem. I like. I didn't say it was a problem, games. but like that's all it is. Let's just call it what it is. That's fine. I, I like it though. I think it's fun. I think it adds some intensity in December, which is usually when everybody's paying attention to the end of the football season, college football bowl games, like. Have Nobody's you watched good. any more NBA right now? Yeah. Than you would have. Yes. Really? I watched almost every play-in tournament game. You were one of the few people I know, but that I thought it was cool. I thought it was, I hated the court in Vegas. It was awful. It was an eyesore. But yeah, I don't like the colored courts. The, I, I didn't. Some I of didn't, the colored courts. The red. Did you, you see can't the say that, that you watched any more basketball? I'm not saying I didn't. during that. Then, I didn't watch much. You did of the, not. I did not watch much of the in-season tournament. But what I did see in some game and highlights and what's on social media did look good for the NBA. This is the court that they In terms of what? Mm. In terms of the fan experience. How would they do that, bro? And in terms of giving the player something to play for. Like he said, it adds intensity. And it didn't seem to add much to me from what I've seen. But the other thing. For maybe a team like the Pacers, who have no chance at winning anything else. I think the Pelicans, who were not going to win anything else. For, the only reason the Lakers wanted to win it is because all their guys want that 500K. For Lebr- they want it for LeBron. That's why I like LeBron. It's not it the only. It's not Lakers weren't the only team that were playing for money. Um, the Pacers were playing for money for sure. Yeah, they got ten guys on their at, roster making like the league minimum. Yeah, um, but for yeah, people like were playing Pacers, for money. But like for a team like the Pacers or Pelicans, it's it's a amazing opportunity to gain exposure because. The Pacers haven't had a, a nationally televised game this year up until the play-in. I'm not disagreeing with you on the, yes, it gave more teams like TV time. It gave a bunch of guys who are making like league minimum something to play for. But let's let's not misconstrue this. These guys were not playing because they wanted to be known as the in-season tournament winners. They didn't give a shit about that trophy. What incentivized these guys, and the only reason they played any harder, is because most of them need that 500k check that you get when you win. So let's not. I think that's kind of silly though, because I feel like you could say that about the entire league. Then, like, they don't care about the ring on their finger; they just want the 20 million that comes with it when they get paid for being. No, that's not true. People, the 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 finals is a legacy. The finals is a legacy. The finals has been around. What's to say this isn't going to become a legacy in years' time? The in-season tournament, dude. 
Seriously? What's to say it's not it's not to become like yeah we won the in season tournament like it was a, it was a feat. It'll be like a a golf thing where you didn't win the Masters but you won one. Yeah, the, uh, winning a tournament is still important even if it's the Valspar Championship. Like it's it's still but a, okay. Yeah. What what is important about the Valspar Championship to people? The check at the end, correct? The Masters, you get the green jacket, you get the dinner the next year, you get to be in this league of the elite. You were with golf's elite. When you win a finals, you were cemented in history as some of NBA's elite. The in-season tournament is not that. People are playing because they want the $500,000 check that comes with it. There is no legacy left for winning the in-season tournament. Nobody cares. Why would then? Why would LeBron even play? He doesn't care about 500k. Why would AD even play? He doesn't care about 500k because he's got change. teammates that need 500k. He was. Yeah, I will give it. Hard. I will give it to LeBron. He so was a good hard. teammate. He played hard for his teammates who needs. Who so the top 25 players in the world who are making 40 million dollars aren't playing. LeBron played hard as hell. AD had 40 and 20. Like they played hard. It wasn't like they were just lallygagging up the court. They were playing basketball. Like it was a tur- like it was a playoff game. It wasn't like they were just dicking around, throwing up half court shots for five hundred k. No, it's not the all star game. Yeah, but it's not. It's not like they were just nobody. I can't wait till we get to interview an NBA player because I would put money on it that they're not going to be like, oh yeah, the winner of the in season tournament. Like, yeah, we we value that. We put we put respect on your name. You win the in season tournament. No. I, we're not talking so much about, like, the legacy. It just brought good opportunities to the NBA. I think it's based wonderful on what? for... I think it's based on the a, exactly what I'm talking about. Money. It made yeah, the league more money. It made money. the league more money. It made the teams players. like the Pelicans more money because they got nationally televised games. Yeah, but and also there were you players gotta, that were playing on league minimums that were... Yes, they were like, fuck yes, dude, let's win the in-season tournament. I want that check. It did not add any value in terms of legacy games no, or but, something for people this, to play with you, that earns you respect and the title of the NBA's elite. So That's you, the difference. So are you against the NFL adding a 17th game to the schedule? Because it was only for money for the NFL. It was only to get more TV time. And I, it was but only y'all for are, to get more money. Y'all are not listening. You said it was only about money. It is. So that's the problem you have with this. You, I, don't, I didn't you, say I had a problem with it. You have to I said, let, I, y'all are not listening. Please listen. Open your ears. I said, let's call it what it is. I play it. Don't play it. I don't care. It didn't bother me. I don't hate it. I'm not against it. I'm not like, fuck the in-season tournament. What I'm telling you is, let's not misconstrue the in-season tournament is something that players are playing for to be regarded as the NBA's elite or go down in NBA history or cement themselves in NBA history as somebody who ran the table and won a chip, right? Let's call it what it is. It is something to make the NBA more money. It is something to make small market teams who have the chance to be nationally televised more money, and it gives players especially players playing on league minimums, something a little bit more to play for and a check to get because they could use it. Okay? That's it. That is all it is. It is not something uber competitive. 
It is not going to cement your name in the NF in the NBA's history books as one of the greats, right? And nobody is ever going to regard an in-season tournament chip like they will a finals chip. That's all I'm we're saying. We're not arguing Nobody's that. Nobody's arguing that, Phil. Then what were you arguing with me? We were arguing that it is good for the league, and you said how? And it, that it's valuable to players. Yeah. All, how is it? All My point was it was good for everybody in terms of money. Well, the NBA and these big sports leagues are can basically considered entertainment businesses. And the in-season tournament... Is made the entertaining made the NBA more entertaining, at least in this point of the season. This point's supposed to be the dead period of the NBA, and it made it so that eyes were on the NBA. I don't know, maybe I like I didn't. For me, it didn't make me want to watch the NBA anymore. I'm but like, you, oh, how I'm many like, games have you watched before I'm like, that? I'm like, football's still on. I got college football. I got the NFL, um, and. That was it. But like I think, I everyone, I think everyone. Fair. I think that's fine because I don't think you're one to watch the NBA anyway. Like watch it, watch it. Not really. No, so I don't. It's I don't, not. It's I don't not enjoy. Really it. Supposed to be. It's supposed to grab people like you, but not everyone. Every, people who are watching some NBA games and just their favorite teams. That's I just who like I could. Like. I could ask a ton of people I know that watch the NBA sparingly and really only get into the NBA when the playoffs roll around. Like a lot of people do with a lot of different sports that they watch casually, right? None of them, I can like guarantee, none of them watched any more basketball in this time of the year than they would have if the end season tournament didn't exist. That's all. I I don't think, me personally, I didn't put like a ton of importance on it. I want to call it what it is. It is another way to generate. More revenue. Correct. That's it. Correct. If we can all agree on that, we're cool. I don't fucking... They want to play The part that I disagree with is that you think it holds zero value in general. In terms of what? In terms of... It it holds monetary value, yes. I'm not saying it's a finals. I'm not saying it's finals. I'm not saying it's a real MVP. I'm not saying it's an offensive... uh, Defensive player of the year. I'm not saying it's anything like that. But at the end of the day, it's still something that every team competed for and were actively competing to win... That was a tournament. Now, I mean, they should be actively win. competing to win games in the regular season. They are. Unless you're the Pistons. Well, I think they're trying. I, <laughs> I don't think, I think it's capable. If we look in, so you're telling me, this is my issue with it. Mm-hmm. Finals are hard to win. Correct. You have to be a better basketball team over the course of the series. You can't come in hot one night. And your team's just on a roll. You've dropped one thirty plus in three straight games. You can't just come in hot one night and drop that one thirty and move on. You have got to be the better basketball team defensively, offensively, fucking time management, coaching, all of that over the course of a series. Right. So the NBA in season tournament, I would liken it to March Madness. If you get on the right run and you get the right matchups. It's not really that hard. So uh, this is just for the sake of the of the debate. Would that mean you also consider the March Madness tournament to have no value? No, or but the that's NFL playoffs. The NFL is different, but it's not a series. You have to. Do, you can't just come could, in one day injured and not hot. Could you imagine NFL teams playing seven games in a two week period? 
No, but it's not a How series. often? It's not a series because it can't be. That would make absolutely zero sense. You're comparing apples to oranges now. That's not how that shit works. To your point about bat, the March Madness tournament, no, it holds a ton of value for them because that's all they have. It's all the. It's pretty much all the Pacers have had in recent memory. No, it's all the Pe- the Pelicans don't have NBA championship aspirations. It's all they had. The Magic, but no Pelicans fan is going to be like, "We're the fucking best team in the NBA this year." Like, we're not saying but that. we don't fuck the playoffs, man. We're in season tournament winners. I don't think that's how anybody's viewing it. Exactly, because it holds little to no value in that sense. I think it's something to say, like, yeah, we won the in-season tournament. It's, it's Sure, like, if you want me to start giving out participation trophies, I will, if that's what you guys are asking. They but, like, if we, look in ten, if we look in 20 years and Luka Doncic won eight in-season tournaments and never won a finals, you're going to hold him higher than players who won two finals? No. You're going to hold him higher than players who won one finals? That were like the main guy on their team that won a finals. No, exactly. It's a different. It, I think it I holds think very little weight. That's all. That's all I'm saying. You just I, proved I, my point. You're I'm not, not gonna saying it holds weight. That's what I was trying to say. That it doesn't hold weight to a finals, but it holds weight in the sense that it's something that you won. It is an an award if you won the MVP and a championship to a caliber that you won in a tournament during the season against every team who was competing. It's not like sure it has a name to it. It doesn't have any. It holds more value than a regular season game. That's why they did it. Yeah, but it doesn't compare to the true NBA playoffs. Which is, I did not say it did. So, yeah, I said it holds a little bit of weight. Like, it holds little weight, which is exactly what I believe we just both agreed on. You're never going to look at an in-season tournament MVP and compare it to a finals MVP. Correct. That would be absurd. Well, this year LeBron's winning both, so. Correct. And if he did, the only one I give him credit for is the fucking finals MVP. That's the only one I'm going to look at. Because the in-season tournament is just who played well enough in their group play games, which are already regular season games that you want to win anyways. So, like, you're not... I don't feel like anybody was playing harder in that respect. So uh, then, just purely out of curiosity, do you think like scoring champions are value? Should that be valued at all? Just like like should it be valued at the end? Like he scored the most points this season, or he won the in season tournament MVP? Do you think those are on the same level? Yes. Okay, so then every single one of Michael Jordan's stealing points, both of those, he's the season. He was the scoring champion ten times, and he was a steal champion four times. Those don't count towards his accolades. They count more to me than an in-season tournament. You just said they were the same. (laughs) No, because you don't fucking listen. That's that's the thing about these arguments. I fucking... You you try to talk me in circles the fucking entire time. Like, I prove my point, and then y'all are like, well, I was never arguing that with you. Okay, then what the fuck were you arguing? You're like, well, you're telling me that it holds no weight. And then we go back and forth about how it holds no weight. Like, are you going to hold an in-season tournament MVP up like you're going to hold a finals MVP? No, the fuck you're not. No, the fuck you're not. That's what I said from the beginning. Okay, so if, if... MJ's scoring titles don't count, yep. and the steals don't count, right? Correct. Then none of LeBron's other, none of those for LeBron those. count, right? He, he don't got have, any. He so <laughs> he's now, got like three. So now we're talking about now we're talking about NBA championships, league MVP, and Finals MVP. So like now, 
now LeBron's fucked because we're only talking. Apparently, now that's the only shit that matters because I, I said no, that the, the no exactly exactly. So we'll go ahead and end that because it's a dumbass argument. All right, we appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, we are out every Thursday morning. Yes, this is the pod, not the pick'em. We are out Thursday morning. Check us out on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, and Apple. Make sure you leave a like, leave a comment, drop a follow, hit that subscribe button. Let us know how we're doing. We appreciate you supporting the boys. We will see you next week. Peace.